Cap. Cap. Jay Hook. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Good morning and welcome in to the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. I'm Jay Hood. Cap is off today. Open phone lines for you as always. 312-332-ESPN. 332-3776 is the telephone number. We've got Danny. We've got Jeff on the other side of the glass and you. And saying good morning to you guys watching on Twitch twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. Thank you so much for keeping the conversation going. Bulls lose against the Portland Trailblazers last night. They were up as many as 20 points and squandered the lead. That sucked yesterday, but the Bulls do have some momentum on their side. They're playing well on this West Coast road trip, but there was a chance to win the game last night. They did not. We're getting ready for the Bears and the Ravens are out of the bye. You know how it works, right? The Bears, usually they don't really play well after they've had the bye week. Usually, it's like, okay, fine. You've been able to heal. You've been able to kind of get refocused on the second half of the season, and it doesn't work well for the Bears. The Bears have not won after the bye in the Nagy era. As a matter of fact, they're 0 for their last seven after the bye, so that stinks. So we're look, talking about that. We're getting your reaction as well on Instagram and Twitter, at CapJHood as well. Cap says that he's disconnected, but has he? Uh, you make the call. Now, I see this on my screen. Danny, can you explain that? There's some things that you write on here that I'm not familiar with. I know our segments, and I know there's a lot of things to talk about today, but what's this about Cap here? I know my my friend is on vacation, but he says he's going to disconnect, right? Correct, uh, Hoodie. We talked about it a bunch, how Cap says for his mental health he's going to stay away. He even sent us, before he got on the plane, a screenshot of his phone in which where he erased the Twitter app, right? We're supposed to believe that he's going so hardcore to disconnect that he erased the Twitter app. Yeah. Well, I want you guys to make the call if he's really disconnected or not. Yesterday, at exactly 9.31 a.m., so almost 24 hours ago, yesterday, 9.31 a.m., one of our teammates here, Trevor, Travis Wacker, he does a great job on people's birthday. He sends a company-wide email to everybody letting people know whose birthday it is. Yesterday, one of our marketing consultants, Danny Lynch, who we all know and love, it was his birthday. He celebrated his birthday. And at 9.31 a.m., Travis sent out the email, hey, team, guess what? It's Danny Lynch's birthday. You could all wish him a happy birthday. Here's a few nuggets about Danny, just so you know your teammate. Really nice, really kind. Sure. Well, at 9.34 a.m., Your Honor, Hmm. three minutes later, I'm bad at math, but if the email was sent at 9.31, and at 9.34, three minutes later, Danny Lynch got a text from the cat man himself wishing him a happy birthday, which leads one to believe, or all of us to believe, that cat man is checking his work email on his phone at the beach while he's supposed to be disconnected. Now, we have a new boss. His name's Keith Williams. He's the market manager. He's got a very big job and a lot of responsibilities. If he was on vacation, I would understand him checking his email every now and again, right? Sure, sure. David Kaplan is a radio talk show host who hosts the show from 7 to 10 every day. There is zero reason that he needs to be checking his Good Karma Brand's work email while he is laying at the beach. And three minutes later, texting our good buddy Danny Lynch a happy birthday. In addition, (laughs) boys, now here's where it gets even stickier. Wait, there's more. In addition to just 
texting Danny Lynch a happy birthday, which is a kind gesture. I don't want to crap on Cap for that. Sure. I'm crapping on him for three minutes after receiving the email reaching out because that shows how disconnected he was. Mm-hmm. He sends Danny Lynch a shirtless selfie at the ocean. Oh, my God. A shirtless selfie at the ocean. So I ask you, Hoodie, oh Jeff God. Miller, and our lovely listeners, you make the call. Is David Emanuel Kaplan disconnected? IBM presents You Make the Call. Okay. First of all, you know, I, I could text Cap or send him an email and he won't get back to me for another two or three hours, right? Or, oh, I didn't see this, buddy. I didn't see this, right? He, I'm done that with text and emails with him. Like, he doesn't get back right away. Because he could be working out. He could be on TV. He might be doing something for a pocket. I get it, right? Because he is a busy guy. However, work emails immediately. Three minutes, you said. Did you not say three minutes? He received the email at 9.31 a.m., as we all did. He responded to Danny. He sent the text to Danny Lynch at 9.34. 9.34, three minutes. You know, St. Francis sales math, carry the one. That's a three minutes, Jeff. Well, let's be honest. This, I can do... A- just by deductive reasoning here, Hoodie, the birthday emails that Travis send out have about, what, six to eight questions on there? Yes. What are your favorite things to do? Some, some to, so that everybody in the company gets to know a little bit more about who's, uh, who it is, whose birthday it is. Yes. So just to read the email is probably a two to three minute process, right? Correct. So if said email went out at 931, we have to allow for time for the email to be read. Nine questions he answered, and Danny Lynch's uh, answers, I mean, he's a salesperson, sure. are wordy. Yeah, yeah, yes, they are. Yes. So essentially to read and, and, and like the, they're, you know, they're, I don't know about you, Hoodie, but when I read the answers, they're actually answers you kind of have to process. You don't just skim through it because you, yeah. you instantly put yourself in that situation answering the questions of what's your favorite concert you've ever attended. Then the person gives you a little bit of insight. So the whole process of reading that email is a two-minute process. Okay. I can only speak for myself, then I'll talk about Cap for a second. I just was on vacation. The reason why I took my vacation to San Diego is because I knew Cap's vacation was this week. That's why I took it. I mean, So clearly. it's like a double vacation for, for you. A week on vacation and then a week without Cap. For all of us, it's a vacation. A double vacation. Uh, I'm sorry. Not? When you weren't here, that's double work for us. <laughs> well, nonetheless. So that's no double vacation for me and Meller when you're gone. It's a double vacation when I go on vacation and come back and Cap is on vacation. That's a double vacation for me. For me personally. I was, like I said, I'm speaking for me. As you guys know, and if you don't know, Cap and J-Hood audience, when I'm on vacation... I'm off of the text chain. I disconnected myself the text chain. I disconnected Twitter. I was I may, maybe had two tweets the entire time right before I left, and that was the end of that. And when it comes to work emails, it, like it, I already have it before I leave. Hey, who's going to be on vacation for seven days? You know, see someone else if you're looking to get reads done or whatever else. Right? Real quick, uh, sidebar may I approach. Uh, brought to you by Aiken Law. Yes. So. Just so that you're aware, Hoodie, because you I don't think you are aware. I noticed when you went on vacation to disconnect that you had removed yourself from our, our morning show text thread. Correct. I noticed that. I did, too, and I wanted to do it as well. My theory was if Hood's not here, I'm not here. <laughs> no, but you, you know who, do that. You know who did not notice? Who? Cap. Because it says oh, morning know. show thread. He did not notice that you're no longer a part of that because he's been sending us messages to that thread, and I know he thinks you're on it. 
he's not aware that you removed yourself from that thread. Oh, I, did, I didn't know that. No, no, I know. But I, it like, it's one of those things yeah. where I figured it out. I was like, Cap is sending us show-related stuff. Hoodie is back. Clearly, he means for Hood to see this. Yes. But he has no he has no knowledge that you have removed yourself from the threat. No offense to you. He didn't notice you were on vacation till that Thursday. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me that he's going to meet for lines and jokes and there's nobody there. Yeah, right? anyway, that was... So that's, that's a whole problem. But nonetheless, the whole thing is, is that when it comes to the vacation, I'm disconnected. Because I want to be able to focus on having a good time and make sure I recharge the batteries and come back and have fun with the show as always. But my partner... David Kaplan um, loves the spotlight, loves the boogie. He loves it all, right? And I told him before he left, the last thing I told him in the hallway, I said, listen, man, we've got it. The Kaplan J-Hood audience has it. The Twitchers have it. We here as a staff, we have it. You don't have to check in on the show. I don't need you to text me about funny things that happen on the show or certain things. I don't need that. I don't need the approval from you because we are a show. When I'm not here or if Cap's not here, we're still, we got it. And you know what he told me, Jeff? I don't think he minds me saying this. He says, you know what? There was a time that I felt like I needed to check in. I don't think I need to do that now based on how the show's going. That's good. Nice to hear. That's the first, I don't think I've told you that, but that, I don't think he would mind me telling the audience that. He says, you know what? I think I can disconnect because I feel like the show's going in the right direction. The, the show continues to grow. We're over a year old. Um, and so I'm glad he said that. However, <laughs> here we are here with this picture. Now, here's the thing that is a disconnect for me. For me personally, if I'm going through work emails, I'm not responding. That's one. And I would never do that. But if I would, I would not send a selfie, a picture of myself in an email. Yes. I mean, how narcissistic is it? Uh, please, please. What? Shirtless selfie. Oh, I beg your pardon. Yes, I beg your pardon. Yes. The, the important ingredient in there is a, a, a shirtless selfie. Like, I would not send a, a selfie let alone a, a, a shirtless selfie to one of my teammates. That's an HR issue. Isn't I would think so, right? Especially in this day and age. Daphne, Jeez. Daphne. I mean, maybe that sort of thing flies <laughs> flies that used to fly at the mix, but you know, <laughs> here at Good Karma, we try and keep things on the up and up. And you said by, at the ocean, right, Danny? A shirtless selfie at the ocean. So he's clearly on a boat because you can see the the waves behind him. Sure. So he's clearly on a boat. My favorite part is not only did he send a shirtless selfie to a coworker, which just in and of itself is weird, right? Yeah. I've been I've known my wife. We've been dating since two thousand. 2004, right? Sure. I would not send my own wife a shirtless selfie. But what? So it's weird enough that he sent the shirtless selfie to Danny Lynch. But let's take a moment to think about this. What provoked him in the first place to take a shirtless selfie? Like, are you on the boat saying to yourself, you know what I need right now? A shirtless picture. I mean, I got to take a shirtless selfie right now. I mean, just like, okay, are you having a good time? And Caps, if you're going to go to the work emails, yeah, we're having a good time. Thanks. See you in the office Monday, whatever, right? But no, I'm going to show you how good a time I'm having. Because I can't, because God forbid he could do it with words, right? He can show you a, a, a selfie to show you how good a time he's having. I don't like that either because here's the thing it's a happy birthday text to Danny Litch. It's Danny Lynch's birthday. It's his day, right? Yes, you make it him is. feel good. Hey, Danny Lynch, happy birthday, man. That's, you know what? It's your birthday, but the spotlight's on you. I'm going to flip it back around on me. I'm having a better time than you on your birthday. Look at me. I'm on vacation. I'm shirtless. I'm at the ocean. That's a bad job by him. Yeah. Without question, that's a bad job. I would not rub it in 
right? I would not do that. I was on vacation. Did I send you uh, pictures of L.A., of Anaheim, no. of San Diego? No, no, I did not do that. I did not. I did not send you personal. Say, hey, man, I know you're freezing Chicago, but look at me, eighty degrees of sunshine. Go blank yourself. I didn't. I didn't do that because I wouldn't do that. So I'm, I, that's class because you're class. Well, Lynch was having a nice birthday evening planned with his with I don't know if it's his fiance or if he's married already. His beautiful wife slash fiance. They were going to Wicker Park to dinner. Yeah. After he received that one up picture from Cap, anything his wife fiance did was not good enough. Oh, here I am in Wicker Park with friends having dinner, but he's shirtless in an ocean. I mean, he put Lynch down basically on his birthday. Okay, so we're doing a you make the call here. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776. Did Cap disconnect or is he guilty as charged? And the other question is, would you do that? Would you send a picture, a selfie of yourself, you know, to show how good a time that you're having? Or would you do just use the spoken word, just write a, a, a text or a, an email? I want to get your thoughts on this. You make the call. Did Cap disconnect or is he guilty as charged? 312-332-ESPN is our phone number. We will take your phone calls next on Cap and J-Hood. David Kaplan. Jonathan Hood. Welcome, fans. This is Cap and J-Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the new ESPN Chicago app. IBM presents... You make the call. Harry. Nine fifty. I'll give you five things I know about college football. Then we'll cross talk with Carmen and Yurko at ten, followed by Mike Greenberg and his Jets angst at noon. Waddle and Sylvia at two, Black and Abdallah at six, followed by Freddie and Fitzsimmons at eight. All part of the mix right here on Chicago's Home for Sports. I'm Jay Hood on the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show. Cap is off today, and you know why? Because he's spending a vacation he deserves. And that's my friend, that's my partner. But when I got to call him out, I call him out. I, I do that every day. Like, I'm not a guy that piles on Cap because he's my broadcast partner, but there's certain things like this here where he, I told him to disconnect, don't worry about it. And he's going through work emails. And, and like three minutes later, after we found out that our guy Danny Lynch from our sales staff is it's his birthday, here's the interaction with him and Danny Lynch, and he sends a selfie with the ocean behind him at Turks and Caicos to to rub it into Danny Lynch. Your so Honor, let, 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 let me finish. Shirtless yes. selfie. You cannot leave okay. out shirtless. Shirtless selfie to rub it into Danny Lynch. That's what I mean. Shirtless selfie. <laughs> And he likes the shirtless selfie, apparently, right? That's, that's kind of his jam. It's not his first time. If you recall, last year he went to Naples and he did a video laying on a float shirtless in yes. the middle of the pool. Yes. I can't get that out of my mind. Yep. Nipples and Naples. 312-332-ESPN. 332-3776 is our phone number. You make the call. Did Cap disconnect? We go to Tony in Yorkville on ESPN 1000. Good morning, Tone. Hey, good morning, guys. Love you guys. Love the show. Thank you. So disconnect, absolutely. Guilty as charged, 100%. couple of things. If you're going to wish a guy a happy birthday, you know, say, hey, I'm going to raise a you know, toasted drink to you or something. Put it in words. Don't put it in pictures. Second, you don't send another man a selfie for one. Yes. And the sentencing is going to depend on the selfie itself. If it's collarbone and above, give him the minimum sentence. <laughs> if Cap's out there sending areolas to another man, you need to throw the book at this man. He's guilty, he's guilty as charged, and if there's areolas present, he needs to be thrown under the jail. 
Um, love you guys. Love the show. Take care. <laughs> Thank you very much, Tony. <laughs> areolas. Pop, 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 pop. It's unbelievable. No areolas. How about that, Jeff? How about that? I mean, I don't like to have a hardline rule against areolas, hoodie. I mean, well, well, what caps areolas? What about well, that? This is true, yeah. All right, it makes a valid point. Three one two three three two. Pancake size and not silver dollar. I don't want to know about the right, Oh would you, no! Would you get out of the? Are we, deal- are we dealing with pencil erasers here? What do you we got? What? You know what? We were doing fine. We were doing fine, Danny. Does, does Cap shave his chest? Does it, or does he got a little bit of hair sprouting out there around the nipples? He looks pretty hairless, at least from the shirtless selfie he sent to Danny Lynch yesterday. So it's not just the head that he's shaving. Could be Nair. Here's what I need you to do. I need you to keep your beak out of the the smut. Don't do it. Keep your beak out of the smut. Pancake Ariel. No one asked you about all that. And not Silver Dollar. All right, enough. You can't say it three times. Wes in Wrigleyville on ESPN 1000 on Cap'n J Hood. Good morning, Wes. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, that last caller was absolutely hilarious. I agree. But, uh, I, I, I got a vibe from this. Like, it's kind of uh, Cap wanted to give that as a gift. You know how sometimes celebrities will, like, sign a, you know, sign a photo of themselves, maybe with a little quote to you? Like, Cap was doing this as a gift to him. I mean, but, I mean uh, what, what a gift is that? I mean, a, half, a half-naked Cap. I mean, what kind of gift is that, Wes? No, no, no gift for me, but uh, that's, that's, that's the, the delusional mind of a David Kaplan. <laughs> Very well said. Thank you very much. Now, you don't see me doing that, right? Did I show you pictures of me, like on the the waterfront in San Diego? No, I show you on the you know in you know, going up and down Rodeo Drive in Los Angeles. No, I didn't do that. You know why? Because I'm on vacation. That's all. Why should I rub it in? Class. I mean, that's all right. You guys go wearing long underwear, freezing your took us off here, and then you know I'm going to show you 80 degrees in sunshine. Why, why, why would I do that? He rubbed it in on the guy's birthday. Poor Lynchy. His birthday's ruined. A guy called ruined. in and said that's a humble brag. That is not humble. That's no, the opposite of humble brag. No, it's not. Brag, brag. Yeah. I'm at the ocean. <laughs> Look at me. God almighty. Uh, listening on the ESPN Chicago app in Denver, Colorado, here's Ken on Captain J. Hood. Good morning, Ken. Good morning, uh, on the Kaplan thing, he is guilty as charged and creepy as hell for sending that picture on his birthday. <laughs> you think that's creepy, huh? Oh, creepy. Oh, just, I can't even picture that. Thank you, God I'm not on Twitter right now. Well, Ken, let me ask you, have you had a selfie from another man for a shirtless recently? Never. Not even from my brother. And he loves to send pictures. <laughs> All right. We got you down. Appreciate it. Uh, Lewis is in Morton Grove on ESPN 1000. Good morning, Lewis. What's up, Jay Hood? Way to hold it down, man, by yourself over there, man. Yes, Good sir. Job, no, I'm, I'm not by myself. I've got you. I've hey. got Danny. i got Jeff. I'm not, I'm not solo. Fact. Fact. That's yeah. a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Hey, man, well, real quick. It was disappointing in the board loss yesterday, but it's all right. We're, we're going to move past that. It was um, disappointing. You're right. Um, I was going to say... You've known Cap for a very long time, right? Yes, Personally I have. and 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 as a, and as a coworker, right? Yes, I have. I've known Cap just because I listened to this show a very long time so far, and I call in a lot. But none of this stuff surprised me what Cap does, and I don't know why, or I don't. I want to ask you: Is this surprising really to you guys? Because not so long ago, he was on a Zoom meeting with like all his well, with the bosses and uh, like. Carmen Yerko and 
a whole bunch of people that was on the Zoom, and he was in a sauna. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like there's a whole bunch of stuff that he does that it's not surprising anymore that he'll do something like this. This is just cat, man. I, I know. At the end of the day, he lives in his own bubble. I know, but <laughs> but but you know what? What bothers me, Lewis? It doesn't bother me, but I. But we last time I saw Cap in the hallway right before he left and got on the plane, Lewis. I told him, I said, "Hey, man." We got it, man. Don't worry about it. Just unplug and enjoy yourself. Right. Because he's going to go through a long grind of, like, more Bears post games, doing this show. Right. You know, doing stuff for NBC awesome. Sports Chicago. I mean, it's a long grind all the way through spring training, right? I said, so just enjoy right. yourself. And then he does that. Right. It's like, oh, jeez, man. <laughs> that's, what, that's, what, that's what got me. All right, man. Glad you checked in. Appreciate your phone call. Uh, Osei is in uh, Berwyn on ESPN 1000 with Jay Hood on Cap and Jay Hood. What's up, Osei? Nothing much. I mean, uh, Cap is guilty, but not for being egotistical or or anything like that. I think he, uh, I think he misses you guys, and I think he has no better way to express it except to send send those types of pictures. I think he misses you all and just can't really deal with it. So you believe he's just lonely? I think that too. Mm. Well, so I think that too. should I give him your number? <laughs> <laughs> No, not I, I'm not one for for pictures of uh, of other men and, and all of that type of stuff. But I, I really do think I don't think he's an ego ego driven guy. I think oh. uh, I think he misses you guys. All right, got you. Appreciate your phone call. Um, Alex is in Crown Point on ESPN 1000. On uh, as you make the call, hello, Alex. Hello. I just want to say the only thing worse than silver dollar is pepperoni nipples. By far the worst thing there ever was. Thanks, and have a great day. <laughs> That's the greatest call ever. <laughs> Alex, I'm going to need you to keep your beak out of the nipples. Keep your beak out of there. But what do you, what do you prefer, silver dollar or pepperoni? I don't, I, what did I just say? Can Not I, three times. Can I Google that on work? Uh, you know what? Pepperoni. You know what, you guys? I swear. I, I've told you. Do not talk about this. And now here you go. If I got to make a choice, I'll go pepperoni over silver dollar any day of the week. Pepperoni, silver dollar. You know, you know what? Uh, pepperoni, because there's more, right? There's more of a spread there. Right? You'd rather have that. Pepperonis is bigger than the silver dollar. No, right? I thought the, the silver dollar is bigger, no? Silver dollar's like well, you haven't had this. A, well, you haven't had a pepperoni pizza well, in a long time. The pepperoni's like de- this. Oh, it all depends. There's big pepperoni. Are we talking about sliced pepperoni? Or are we talking about like a full? I mean, at the butcher, you know, you get the I thought it was pepperoni. sliced. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you get the big sliced pepperoni, right, they give you a big. They're big, aren't they? That's more. You're thinking salami, like a hard salami. Ooh, salami nipples. Well, that's what I'm used to. Or a bologna, a good bologna nipple too. <laughs> but like a pepperoni nipple, smaller than a silver dollar. I'm pretty Is sure. It? Put it on the poll, Jr. JR, wherever you are, what, put that in the poll. What, how, what is your preferred size nipple? Silver dollar, pepperoni. What else do we have Quarter. there? Quarter. Well, wait, wait. Isn't that pepperoni? Quarter pepperoni? No, pepperonis. Uh, now we're getting really specific, though. Like, I, I think you got to classify pepperoni and quarter as similar. We're splitting hairs here? Okay. Well, dime? Well, you want to go dime size? That's too small. Well, that would be gross. Splitting hair is a different conversation than the pepperoni. That's a naked... What did you say? The naked body is beautiful, my dime, friend. Dime size? What's no. your preference? Not what's gross. No, Uncle Danny. 
Oh, now that got creepy. Now you got creepy. Now you went too far. Just like like the the curbed your enthusiasm comparison earlier. You've gone too far twice this show. Pretty good. It's unbelievable. I tell you to cut it out, and then I go too far every time. I go too far. You've gone too far twice this show. You're on your final warning, Jonathan. I go too far. I said that's enough, guys. All right, stop. Keep, keep your beak out of it and all this. And then, uh, then I make a comment that I go too far. <laughs> what the hell? It's amazing, man. You guys just don't give me a break. I'm just trying to understand. Damn it. So I'm going with the salami. I don't know about you. I think the salami size. I mean, if you can get whole me. salami yeah, or slice salami. Well, slice salami. Yeah, you know that's. I mean, All right, salami I, for hoodie. I want you to take a look, Jeff, at the the pepperoni and silver dollars. And by the way, mm-hmm. this is typical Danny, right? Brings up the silver dollar. Mm-hmm. The last time you held one of those. Real silver dollar or nipple? No, no, no. Okay, silver dollar. <laughs> it's silver nipple. Dollar. <laughs> <laughs> you have? I've held one of those in a long time. The silver dollar. Yeah, not since the like yeah. Currency. Like when my grandfather was giving me like you know a nice little gift for the uh, you know here's a silver dollar, son. You know what? You, when you had one of those, you had you had gold. It was that in the two dollar bill. Hell yeah! And uh, you had something rare there. Like wow, a two dollar bill or a half dollar, like because of the weight of it, right? Heavier than the quarter and the, all the other currency. Could never bring yourself to actually spend the silver dollar. No. Or the $2 bill. No. They stay in your pocket forever. Yeah. Do they still make those, by the way? Oh, I'd love yeah. to have a, they do. I'd love to have like a, a bunch of those. So have you looked at his... All right, Danny. We have Guys, to I'm looking. From the, from the Google, oh, a silver sake. dollar is 30 millimeters in circumference. Silver dollar pancakes are bigger, boys. They're bigger. Oh, they're bigger. How much bigger? Uh, they don't have circumference here, but they look quite quite significantly bigger. I see. Almost, almost to the point you'd gasp. So what's so what's your preference in this spot here? I'm going to go with the actual silver dollar. I see. Okay. That's over the per- a slice of pepperoni. Okay. All right. And and Jeff, you you go with what now? You're going with what? I love all meats, hoodie. Oh, all right. All right. So there pancakes you. too. Okay. So we'll- I'll eat them all. Apparently <laughs> that's the case. As we turn the page here on Cap and J Hood, finally that we get that all the segue to this tease, <laughs> fella. <laughs> As we turn the page on nipple size, we now turn to Jeff Van Gundy. Uh, but I was sloppy. Jeff Van Gundy goes hard at Scotty Pippen, and that's next right here on Cap and J Hood. How about that? Cap J Hood. Follow on Instagram at Cap J Hood. This is ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Five things I know about college football comes your way at 9.50 here on Chicago's home for sports. I'm Jay Hood on the Cap and Jay Hood morning show. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Cap J Hood. Cap J Hood. Yeah, the Bulls lost last night against Portland 112 to 107. Bulls had the game in hand in the first half. If you turned it off and you woke up this morning, you said, what the boo? What happened there? Yeah, Bulls lost that game. It happens. Hey, the only problem is they lost because they had a 20-point lead, and I thought, okay, Lillard and McCollum, the two best shooters on that Portland team, they said, okay, they're going to have a run at some point. They're too good to not 
be able to flourish offensively at some point in this game. And the Bulls let go of the rope defensively, and they did not defend the three, and the rebounding was, was suspect. It all happened in the third quarter, and then it was just kind of a collapse there. So, again, you're going to lose games, you're going to win games, but the Bulls had it in hand. And my standard for the Bulls, the same standard for the Bulls when it comes to Billy Donovan, the head coach for this team. You know, he, he was not happy after the game. He's usually not happy, but just not happy on the comeback for the Blazers. You know, I think I think the things that I think the things that allow comebacks like that, in my opinion, is the free throwing, giving up threes, and 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 you know, turning the ball over. And and that really hurt us. They they made eight, I think maybe I don't know, maybe eleven threes or eight threes, what it was in the second half. Uh, we put them to the free throw line. They went to the free throw line four times as much as we did in the first half. And then you know we we basically uh, we turned it over too much. You can't do that. That's 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 like the, that's like the perfect recipe of giving up a big lead. Those things. Yeah, yeah. He was not he was not happy. But here's what it comes down to for me is this: is that the Bulls have turned the corner. I think so far this season. Again, it's just November, but turn the corner in that they are not embarrassing. When I watch the Bulls, it's not the Zach Levine show. Uh, Reggie Theus, the former Bull, before Michael Jordan and all that hoopla with the Bulls and the championships, it was the Reggie Theus show. And Reggie Theus told me when I worked with him on NBA radio, he said, you know, the worst thing, Hood, uh, to be a superstar player on a bad team, to be the best player on a bad team is the worst. And I totally understand that uh, because when you think about this Bulls team and Zach Levine, as much as people like to be able to gas up Zach Levine before the changes and say, boy, he's great, he's a superstar and all this other stuff. Well, you know, he's really going to get into a superstardom, I would say, now because he has Lonzo Ball, because he has DeMar DeRozan, because he has Vucevic, so, and, and along with Caruso and others. So I believe that he's going to take another step just because he has other good players around him. And so I'm happy about what I've seen from the Bulls so far, but a game like that, you have momentum coming off of the wins against the Clippers and the Lakers, and then you play the Trailblazers, you got them beat down, and then you just let go of the rope. So, again, there's a difference between a good team and a team that's really on the rise. And so we'll see what happens against the Nuggets tomorrow, but that was frustrating because the Bulls looked like they were whooping up on the Trailblazers and they fell short. Got to lose games, but it's kind of like the Bulls beat themselves, especially defensively in that game. Stan Van Gundy was on with Wadlin Sylvie. And, you know, I'm sorry, uh, Jeff Van Gundy, beg your pardon. Jeff Van Gundy was on with Wadlin Sylvie. And Jeff's always great with those guys because he always shoots from the hip. It's always noteworthy when Jeff comes on with the guys. And the topic was Scottie Pippen. And we've discussed this on the show. And if you're listening for the first time, my thought on Scottie Pippen is this. I'm not mad. I'm just sad for him. I'm disappointed um, because... Scottie Pippen is trying to push booze and trying to push books. And there's nothing wrong with that. Hey, he's just trying to be able to get some money talking about his career. But is it the truth? Maybe it's his truth. And maybe what he says is true. But it's just disheartening for him to just go in on Michael Jordan, for him to go in on the Bulls legacy like that. Because ultimately, all I hear and everything I read from Scottie Pippen is, what about me? Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. What about me? It's always about Jan. It's always about Michael. And my whole thing is, it's like, hey, you're great too. My same thought on Pippen is the same thought I've had on Kevin Durant. And that, KD, don't worry about the eggs on Twitter. Don't worry about the conjecture that's out there on social media or on TNT or ESPN. You're great. You don't need anyone to, to bolster you and, and exalt you as some great player. Because every time you take the floor, you're a great player. Same thing with Scotty. Scotty's an MVP. He was a, a Hall of Famer. 
Scotty was on one of the greatest teams of all time, one of the more lockdown defenders that you'll find over the last 30 years. And along with Michael, it's hard for you to say Michael and not say Scotty. He's synonymous with greatness, but still it's not enough for Scotty. So there's Van Gundy on with Wild and Sylvie. Are you surprised at how upset Pippen is at Jordan after the Last Dance documentary? Well, is he truly upset or is he just trying to sell a book? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know his mindset, so it would be really hard for me to try to evaluate. And I think he made a good point. Like, I, the one point he made was, I don't think they won because Jordan yelled at players, right? They won because Jordan is the greatest basketball player I've ever seen along with, you know, Jabbar and James, right? I mean, like he was that good and he was driven every single night. So I'm sure all the accolades going to him probably irked some, you know, some bulls. And you've heard Horace Grant say some things in the past, you know, like, I'm sure they wish they would have gotten more of the, you know, accolades. And so it's hard to know if he's really upset or if this is a publicity tour to try to sell books. You know, for me, I, I think if no matter who wrote the book, and, and Pippen, I don't want to diminish how good he was. I mean, he was a, an excellent player. I mean, and a great compliment to Jordan in that he was a terrific passer. He is the best wing uh, disruptor, not on the ball, but off the ball. Great anticipation, great intelligence. I thought he had great emotional intelligence uh, and was a, a, a terrific um, compliment to Jordan's, you know, fiery demeanor. He was a encourager in the mold of Steve Nash, Tim Duncan. So, like th- this guy was a was an excellent excellent player, and I still think his autobiography, his book, should be "Thank You, Michael." <laughs> that should be the title. So Jeff Van Gundy from ESPN ABC, the top analyst on with Waddle and Sylvie. You can hear that interview in its entirety on the ESPN Chicago app. Just click Waddle and Sylvie, and and I would agree with him. Like yes, you should thank Michael Jordan, but Michael should also thank you. And I feel like. What else should Michael have done? Should Michael have taken an episode out of The Last Dance and just just focus on Scotty? I mean, just the whole thing, just on Scotty. It, it wasn't as if Scotty was not talked about in the documentary. We do recall this, right? The shady footage, the, the, the footage of him in central Arkansas, the young Scott Pippen uh, being scouted by President Bill Clinton. I mean, he was there, right? And, and so it wasn't like Scotty was ignored in the documentary. That's, that's why I'm tripping on all of this. And that you want attention. Why do you need more attention? You are a great player. It's almost like I just need more attention. I just want to have more spotlight. And you're selling your book. And once again, Danny, I'll ask the question. After his book and all of his books are sold and all the booze is emptied, then what? What's next? Like, what else is there? What's the end game for this? This is it. This is his grab right now. So you're just going to go scorched earth, try to sell as many books as possible. Is he number? I think he's number one in the New York Times bestseller. I know he's in the top five, right? Um, I think I saw that the other day. Point is, though, okay, you've accomplished that. Then what? Then what? 
So you, so in other words, you don't want to be part of the picnic anymore. You don't want to be part of the family reunion with the Bulls anymore because you think that Jordan didn't give you credit or you thought the flu game was nonsense and BS. And so then what? Who, who, I don't know anybody at a barbershop I've been to, any place where they say, you know, Scotty just wasn't very good. Who doesn't say that? Who, who says Scotty wasn't very good? There's no one I could find that could say that Scotty was way less than Michael. They say Michael was great, but they say, you know what, Scotty was great for what he had to do too, defensively. And so, yeah, well, was he supposed to win a championship just like Michael, you know, by himself as a lead guy? It wasn't in the coin. It wasn't in, in the cards for Pippen to be able to lead the team to a championship uh, without Michael. It wasn't in the card. Same thing with Michael. Michael won all his championships with Scotty, and that should be good enough. Right now, Pip's book in the nonfiction, so he's in nonfiction on the New York Times bestseller list, is 13th. Well, he's in the wrong category. Should be in the, some of that in fiction. fiction. Yes, <laughs> Will Smith's book is number one. Now that was that. Uh, that's about his life. It's called Will. All right, snappy title. <laughs> that's a word. And that is obviously about his his life and his relationship with uh, Jada Pinkett and everything else. Right, his marriage. Yeah, and his father, I believe, and just his upbringing. It's about the life and story of the lessons he learned along the way. Okay. All right, fine. Just fast forward me to the Jada Pinkett part. That's what I want to see. Because I'm not sure if that is that Jada's a Jada's partners? Is that a marriage? Is that really a marriage? I'm not sure. The, the, rede- the redefinition of marriage is interesting to me hmm. in that spot. Yes. Very interesting from her, from her standpoint. Yes. Where is his, is his balls in a jar in that book? Could you look at that? Could you check that for me? All right, stop it. That's the French prince you're talking about. You're close to going too far. <laughs> close. Five things I know about college football next on the Captain J. Hood Morning Show. What the hell is DJ Jesse Jeff doing here? What? This hour of the Captain J. Hood Morning Show is brought to you by Northwestern Football, Chicago's Big Ten team. College football returns to Wrigley Field this fall for the first time since 2010. Join Northwestern football when they host Purdue in the Wildcats Classic powered by CDW and NetApp this Saturday. Tickets on sale now at Cubs.com slash football. Whoops, sorry. It is Cubs.com slash football, Jeff. Don't miss the conversation. Cap and Jay Hood. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Cap and Hoodie. Ba, 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 ba. And listen to Cap and Jay Hood at home and in the office. Now, back to more Cap and Jay Hood on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN 1000. Ah, college football. That's right. Captain Jay Hood. Morning 7 to 10 right here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. I'm Jay Hood. Cap is off today. And, you know, every Friday on the show at 845, we'll qualify one fan to win a trip for two to go to the Big Ten Championship in Indianapolis. There's two tickets to the championship game on December 4th, two nights hotel, private Dr. Pepper party with food and beverages three hours prior to kickoff. I'm not even going to the Big Ten Championship, but you can. Make sure you listen in at 845 Friday, an opportunity for you to go to the Big Ten Championship game in Indianapolis. Here are five things I know about college football. Uh, Number five. (laughs) Shout out to Northern, huh? Northern Illinois. Uh, Somewhere Bill Baker's happy. He's smiling because Northern Illinois wins in overtime against Buffalo uh, last night, 33-27. Northern's 8-3. They're 6-1 in the MAC. 
So shout out to them. A brand new paper for their head coach as well. Uh, Rocky Lombardi. Does that sound like a football name or what? Right? 17 for 27. Good for 197 yards. Good for the Northern Illinois Huskies. I like when they're good. Someone has to. And I think... I think that's a good idea for El Northern to continue to just keep that momentum going in the MAC. Right? I was, I was watching that game, Hoodie. Well, wait a minute. I was watching that game. Wait, wait, wait. Buffalo had it third and goal from the two in overtime, and the kid just fumbled the ball. Just fumbled the ball. And the Northern first play runs 25 yards for a touchdown. Buffalo was deflated, defeated, over. Good win. Good win for the Huskies. Two straight weeks, they've come back. Cardiac kids. Mark, you keep your beak out of Huskies' listen, business. Nobody listen. asked you to jump in. I was watching you- that game. I like Northern. Their coach is good. Number four. Back in me and Randy's day, Penn State, Washington, Michigan, Miami, Nebraska, Florida State. Those teams were good in the 90s. Think about this. We're talking about players like Billy Joel Holbert, players like uh, Charles Woodson. Uh, I think, did you book a, a, a Leon Searcy one time? I'm sure I you probably did. probably did, Charles Woodson, sure. <laughs> Who was the quarterback? Uh, Scott Frost? Uh, on Miami, Ken something. Uh, he was at the Heisman. I was drawing a blank on his name. But did, you, did you book him? I did, yeah. He was a really nice kid. Yeah. <laughs> Not in the book, apparently. But but uh, teams from Eric the... Crouch. Yeah, yeah, teams from the 90s. Bobby Bowden had a great Florida State team. What happened to those teams? I understand that, that teams and the fan bases like Penn State and Washington and Miami, my, they think that they should be right back on the top. So that was years ago, man. So stop trying to fire coaches. Stop firing coaches. Manny Diaz, an opportunity. He might be fired here at the end of the year. Why? Because you think that you're the you? You're not the you anymore. So for those fans that think Nebraska should be at the top of the heap, no, you're not because Scott Frost is the head coach and not the quarterback. Take that. That's number four. Number three, Notre Dame. Notre Dame fans, listen to me. Just between you and I, how many years will you continue to be the bridesmaid and not the bride? How often do you want to go through this? Do you realize that once again your championship hopes are dashed as soon as you lost to Cincinnati? It was over, right? If I'm a Notre Dame fan, I'm pretty pissed off, Randy. I'm pretty mad. You know why? Because Brian Kelly, once again, a good, solid year, right? You're not saying, you know what, the problem with Notre Dame is Brian Kelly. He should be fired. No, no, no. It's a solid year. And they might go through the rest of the season with just the one loss. More than likely, they'll be there. But you lost the one game against Cincinnati, and your your dreams are dashed. You're not even in the mix. You're not 5, 6, or 7. You're not even in consideration. And that is a slippery slope for Notre Dame. How about a real conference? How about that? Just for once. Well, I mean, last year they did play in a real conference, and they got destroyed by Clemson in the ACC title game. So, But I do think Notre Dame still got a chance to make it in the Final Four. There you go. Take that. One hiccup, and you're out. Number two, Michigan-Ohio State. Two good teams, two nine-and-one teams are going at it. As a matter of fact, I saw Ohio State as a 19-point favorite. Oh, boy. Over Michigan State. Michigan State, yeah, Yeah. 19-point favorite. Wow. So the Buckeyes beat Purdue, and, of course, Michigan State was defeated by Purdue. 40-29. 40 to 29. Michigan State had everything rolling. And all of a sudden, they, they get that hiccup. They lose that game against uh, against Purdue. So, C.J. Stroud, the quarterback for Ohio State, he should be able to get that done along with the running game. But boy, 19 points. That's a big number, Randy. Big number. Ohio State's just better, though, Hoodie. Come on. Why? They're really, really good. They, they're hitting their stride. C.J. Stroud now is the favored for the Heisman. Uh, I think they will win that game. I think they'll beat Michigan as well. Maybe a little tougher than in the past, but I think Ohio State 
will probably be in the Big Ten title game, and it's going to be against either Iowa or Wisconsin, mm. and they're going to roll. They're going to roll all the way to the Final Four. So then the last one, number five. <laughs> so we got my Georgia Bulldogs one, Sikkim. You have Alabama two, Oregon three, Ohio State four, Cincinnati five, Michigan six, and Michigan State seven. So sorry, Cincinnati. You just don't belong. I want the best of the best in my Final Four. You just don't belong. And here's the thing. Here's something that no one talks about, Randy. Cincinnati made their schedule three, four, five years ago. So it's nothing against their schedule. They didn't know who's going to be good or bad. They had no idea. It's nothing against them. Sorry, you're just not in the Power Five. You don't belong. I know we go through this every year. Oh, it's Central Florida. How come they don't get an opportunity? You know why? Because I want to be entertained for the Final Four. That's why. Give me the best of the best. That's what I want. Cincinnati does no, not belong. No, disagree. Sorry. Disagree. Give me Boise State against Oklahoma and Adrian Peterson. One of the best college football games I have ever watched. Just for that mere chance that there could be the upset, I want Cincinnati playing for a national championship. You're right. Most likely it'll be a blowout. But what if it isn't? What if Cincinnati pulls the upset? Okay? And it was Ken Dorsey, by the way, from, from uh, Miami. Yes. Yeah. There you go. So there. So take that. So what I need you to do is keep your beak out of the four. You, got it. you, you keep got your it. beak out of it. You That's your it. problem, Randy. Keep you your it. beak out of the four. I'm telling you, Cincinnati, you don't belong. That's what I'm saying. And Randy, don't you have something going on tonight? What's going on with you? Oh, tonight? thank you for only promote that hoodie. Uh, behind the glass, the book book release party at Claim Company. It's changed. It's no longer in Northbrook Court. It's on uh, Skokie Boulevard, right off uh, Dundee. There, six thirty to eight thirty. Books will be available. Uh, if you want me to sign it, I can sign it. There will be a lot of people there. Um, come get a book and uh, say hello. Thank yes. you, Hoodie. No problem. And uh, if you have them sign it, it decreases in value. We thank you for listening and being part of the program here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. We thank you for listening and calling and twitching. As always, another fun Thursday program. Our thanks to Danny and Jeff on the other side of the glass. We're back tomorrow between 7 and 10.